Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And if you could move to that next portion, uh, the next proverb. There is a stony proverb, and in our tradition, uh, we have, we came to Christianity in the 1850s with an Anishinaabe missionary that came and translated the Bible uh, for us, had uh, given instruction and understanding, who spoke uh, Greek, Latin, Hebrew, uh, any number of other languages in indigenous cultures, and traveled across the country from Rama, Ontario, to here, and set up four churches in Alberta. And so that tradition helped us to couch and understand some of these traditional ways that we believe in a Christian context. And so this proverb comes out of that tradition, that there are values and understandings from the Stony Nakoda people, where I come from, about our place in the world. We call ourselves Iarhe Nakoda, which means the obedient ones. It means the ones who follow God. It means the uh, holy people, in a way. So we see ourselves as a chosen people, much like the Hebrew people. And so in that way, we understand that we are working in connection with our Creator, and that our work here is to help and to facilitate that work of creation that we can help to measure. And here this proverb says, I have come to earth to care for the other. Without caring, all my dreams are dust. And this concern for the other, this concern for the well-being of our fellow members, the well-being of our community, the well-being of our nation, the well-being of our relationships with others. This extends not just to our families, but beyond that, to those that need care and comfort and concern. The work that we do is in aid of that. And so that is the traditional teaching from our people. That isn't always followed today. You may see some reports in the news and things that are happening, but this is a foundational understanding that we come out of a tradition of caring and of sharing. When you read the uh, seven grandfather teachings, the primary one that's different for us is one of generosity. I was in uh, Vancouver School of Theology this past week. We were talking with a uh, uh, professor who came from the Haida Nation. She uh, related a lot of the information about their traditions One of the traditions being the potlatch. And the potlatch is a large gathering uh, where they feed the people and they give away all their belongings, up to 95% of what they've gathered. And in this tradition, which was outlawed when the church came in, um, because they they didn't see the necessity of sharing in that light. They didn't see the necessity of sharing a building bond and taking care of one another as having that uh, importance 
that it did in the native community, and that it caused people to uh, give away things that they had of value. And this was not sort of the Western idea of how you accumulate wealth and how you live in a happy life in this world. For many of our indigenous traditions, we have a similar type of practice. One of them in my community is called the giveaway. And so we gather material over years and at a powwow or a celebration or a memorial or a feast, we'll give away what we have to help support the community members, but to also help strengthen those bonds of community, to help and share those in need and to care, care for others. My father was the chief of our reserve in Morley. We are descended from the signers of Treaty Number no. 7. And so as a chief and as a holy person, uh, ordained reverend in the United Church, a minister, the first minister in Alberta, part of his task was to ensure that everyone was taken care of, that there we were inclusive to all those who are less fortunate, all those who, who were in need, and all those who uh, didn't seem to fit in to our groupings. And so this idea of sharing and of helping is always a foundational belief for our people. This proverb talks about a relationship to the earth, that it is not merely to that relationship of those things around us, but it is a high-mindedness that we are part of the workings of this creation. So when we talk about the bird, the blue jay, wakes up in the morning and sings its song, the blue jay is the first bird that wakes up and that its um, song helps to tell all others, all creation, all the flowers, the animals, the plants, that it's time to wake up. And that this song that it sings at the beginning of the day and at the close of the day is a function of its life essence. It is its prayer to creation. And it helps others. It helps and assists. And so it is living for the care of the other, care of the earth. Without caring, we don't have a life. We don't have a justice. We don't have a sense of belonging. The next screen, please. Uh, I think we have the uh, image, Search the Landfill, which is for the um, people in Manitoba and something that is called upon by the United Church a reminder that the women's lives who may be buried there are important. Some say that uh, that, butter, that money could be better used to help house those that are less fortunate and help those that are in need. And it comes to the point where this idea of caring and sharing applies to both of those hopes that there may be closure for some and an addressing of injustices and wrongs to show care and concern for those that are impacted, but to also remind ourselves that there is further work 
that we need to be engaged in. And that doesn't mean ourselves to go and, and physically do some of that work, although that could be the case. What we're talking about is our mindset changing, that we will have care and concern for others, that we will write to uh, officials, that we will put our communities behind these efforts, our communities of faith that every Sunday sit in our uh, churches have work to do. And it is this work that we continue to be involved in that helps us to reach out to the community because this is a priority. We have uh, come to an acknowledgement of wrongs of the past and of that knowing. And in those wrongs, we are brought to a sense of justice and belonging for all those that are impacted. And so we think about and we offer prayer and we offer acknowledgement for the injustices of the past, like the residential schools, like the um, treatment of indigenous people. We also see treatment of others who came to this country, the African population, the Chinese population, the Japanese internment camps. There are a plethora of issues and histories that we need to contend with, and that that is part of the work of the church to be reminded every Sunday at these pulpits how important it is that we bring to light some of those wrongs that we might find a better way to live into our faith and into our instruction because this is the foundation of where we belong. In this teaching and in this way, we think about that phrase better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. And so to live in this world by the benefit of others, benefit and the undermining of rights of particular groups, that is not a good feeling. And so we want to be mindful that justice moving forward means that we learn to become a diverse community that cares for one another, a diverse community that looks out for one another, a diverse community that helps, shares, and supports one another. And so this church, in all its ministries, does that work with our refugee uh, groups, with right relations, with the affirming committees, and the work that they do to bring us into a different way of being and understanding of community one that can be a vision for the next generation, one that can help us to foster a better vision for that future. And this is what these statements are doing. The statement around the proverb that this idea of caring and sharing is very important and that uh, the efforts that we do take commitment. I'm gonna play that video. Hey, you hey, 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 hey
In our traditions, we remind ourselves that there were many things that were lost, many teachings that were lost. And I think part of the most important portion of that is the healing ceremonies. And when we talk about reconciliation, when we talk about how do we practice reconciliation, in our tradition, there are many uh, ways to do that. There are many ways to abide in healing for those that we have lost, many ceremonies and feasts that gather the community that help us to contend with loss and to contend with a different world, to contend with change. And so when we talk about reconciliation, it is that gathering together of ourselves into this space and to look at the potential of moving forward in a different way. And so that gift of reconciliation is about
an internal journey that takes us from our head to our heart. It takes us from the space that we are in to where we would want to be in the future and what it will take each step of the way to get there. In this example, we see the dancing, the jingle dress. This was a vision that came to a woman about a healing ceremony and that she was told to create this outfit in order to do this dance to these particular songs. The music is healing, the dance is healing, the work that goes into the outfit is a healing. And so all of these portions are about a practice of healing and that investment into a way of life that is built on nurturing and thinking about others. So when we come back to that proverb, it is our calling to do that work for one another, to do that work for our future. And so in this space, as we come here, we think about how do we take that out into the world? How do we take that healing message, that healing idea into a culture that contends very differently, that works towards different aims? And so as we come here to be reminded of this message, there are many things that we can do to move forward, to help those that are in need, to help those that are struggling with an injustice, struggling to be part of the community again, to be healed and to be whole. And so it is our work to make sure that we embrace that and that we bring ourselves to that next level of understanding for hope and for healing for all. And so we are given the gift in this church, in this space, the message of Christ's belonging, the message of Christ's concern, that we take this as a benchmark, that we begin this journey, and that we step into the world learning to understand how we would like that world to conform around us in ways that help to nurture each one in a space of belonging, in a space where they are loved, in a space where they are included. For these things, we give thanks. And as we take our steps out into the world, let us be reminded that there are many journeys happening for people, that we all have different stages in our life, and that each one is working toward their healing in some small way. And that through grace, through support, and through concern, we can be part of that journey in a way that helps to nurture that person and ourselves together in light of God's message of love and belonging. May it always be so. And so we give thanks for your presence here today. We give thanks for your journey here through this church. And as you step out into the world, may you go with God's blessing. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God, Mother of us all. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. 
We're really glad you're here, and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.